welcome to another episode of An Inquiry into Freedom with your hosts, Ron and Alan. So, you know, I'm mad as hell, getting madder all the time. Let me get my magazine out so I can have something to do while you're talking. My book came. So let me let me let me run through this and and I'll I'll get my book. No, hold on. It's only like six hundred and four pages. This isn't going to take very long. Oh, okay. So here's here's the timeline. We have a vice president who uh, is on video bragging about having a prosecutor fired from uh, an investigation into a company called Burisma that his son happens to be on the board of, receiving $80,000 a month. In his own words, lo and behold, you know, I told him, uh, you know, if you don't fire the prosecutor, you're not getting the billion dollars. I'm going to look at my watch, and we're leaving here in 30 minutes. And son of a bitch, they fired him. Yeah. Then, uh, the, the son who's on the board, uh, once the vice president at that time, Joe Biden, is no longer vice president, they cut his salary in half. Strange. But, you know, people, people's salaries get cut. The, uh, the theory is that he was no longer capable of garnering them favors because they no longer had access to the White House and yeah. the vice president. No sure. So then you fast forward, and, and we are where we are today, which is we have the... the uh, the document that was released that shows um, shell corporations and millions of dollars going through them and ending up in uh, the, the hands of multiple family members of the Biden family. The crime family. The, yeah, the, the crime syndicate. You have whistleblowers that come forward and say, you know, the, the, the investigation was slow walked. Uh, we were told to stand down, um, and that was that was coming from the White House through the DOJ to the IRS. That that's testimony by two people under oath. You have the um, the uh, FBI background check form that was, uh, you know. Hunter Biden lied on, saying that he wasn't uh, a drug abuser. You have videos, you have text messages, you have all this, but yet there's no evidence of a crime being committed, and there's no evidence that Joe Biden and his son ever worked together, ever discussed uh, his business dealings, and he was not aware of it. That's what they say. Who, who who is claiming there's no evidence of a crime there? The the mass media. Okay. Um, I'm watching some of this stuff, and they're like, "There's still no evidence." You know the, the, the what is it? 1023 form. I, I might have that. Number. Yeah. So yeah, the, 1023 the 1023 is not technically evidence. It's hearsay. <laughs> it's, it's hearsay. 
the, no, the testimony, the testimony of the investigators, the two that appeared in Congress and in front of the uh, the committee, was hearsay. They don't have any tangible evidence. So, so Joe Biden on video, the 1023, the whistleblowers, the text messaging. We haven't yet heard from um, uh, the guy that's supposed to testify Monday. <sighs> I hate when I forget somebody's name. Um, then we have Tony Bobolinsky, who is also under oath, said that he was present during meetings where Joe Biden was there discussing these deals and his business dealings with the Ukraine and China. But that's all hearsay. That's what we're led to believe. Now, yesterday... Yeah, it's still, it's, if it's sworn, it's not hearsay. I mean, an affidavit. Well, wait a minute. Is wait a minute. You know. Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. Oh, okay. But okay. what we have to understand here is that the people who, who have the evidence who, are, who are, are testifying under oath, they're the ones that are lying. They're the only ones that are lying in this whole situation. Hunter Biden's not lying. Joe Biden's not lying. Um, the, the, the prosecutor that was fired wasn't lying. None of these people are, 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 is lying. None of, the, none of the people who actually committed the crimes are guilty of lying. You have to take their word for it. So then we go to yesterday, and Hunter Biden appears in court. And by the way, I could be completely off base when I say this, but the White House, during their press briefing, um, has said that this is a personal problem and he is a private citizen. So therefore, this has nothing to do with the president. If he's a private citizen and, and, and it's a personal issue, why is he getting a Secret Service escort? Yeah, and why is he flying on uh, U.S. planes? Yeah, I, I don't understand that. Now, Two, two meetings. He's, now, he's, he's actually flown to and from meetings on Air Force Two. And Air Force One. Yeah, to the White House. I mean, you know, he shows up for these events and stuff. It's all being paid by. And so the argument is from from people that I know. Well, what about Trump's kids? Well, Trump's kids were in the administration. He's he's not in the administration and can't be. He couldn't pass a, a, a security background check. Number one. So he's not a member of the administration. Jared Kushner, Ivanka Trump, they were members of the administration in some capacity. Well, and it's important to point out that they have also announced that they have no interest being in a future administration because all they ever did was have to uh, answer to allegations and they- Subpoenas, they the, yeah, subpoenas. And oh yeah, oh, they yeah. had everybody in the government crawling so far up their butts that they don't need proctology or uh, Colonoscopies and, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they won't need any of that for decades so, because the government's already been up there so far. So, so I may um, be off base on that because I understand that family members and children get Secret Service protection, but he's not a child. He's a grown ass man, and why the taxpayers are having to pay for a motorcade in a limousine for this guy to show up in court who is a uh, a, a criminal is beyond me, but that's beside the point. 
shows up for court, and, and thank God that jurisprudence won the day for now. And the judge said, wait a minute, there's, there's some fishy stuff going on with this plea deal. And spends about five minutes asking questions, and away goes the plea deal. Faster than they even wrote it. Oh, yeah. And to make a long story short, and I'll let you uh, comment, two things stand out to me way beyond any of the stuff that I just mentioned that are very disturbing to me. One is uh, one of the attorneys on Hunter Biden's team called the uh, court clerk pretending to be a member of the House Ways and Means Committee and yeah. asked them to disregard a piece of evidence. If that's true, and you people out there don't understand the, the, how deep this goes and how far they are going to cover up a, a crime family, as far as posing and lying about being someone that they're not, that person should should automatically be disbarred and charged with a crime. That's impersonation, yeah. and they shouldn't get away with that. Number two, the most important thing that stood out to me about yesterday was that in this plea deal, in a nutshell, and in layman's terms, they were, they were granting Hunter Biden global immunity moving forward from yesterday. Yeah. That never happens. It yeah. has never happened. I don't well, care if you're, if you're the greatest informant that's ever been on this planet. They don't grant you global immunity for any crime that you may commit in the future or anything that may be investigated. And here's the other, the other part to this that all ties together. Um, up until yesterday... The White House and the press secretary or anybody else involved in this whole thing, Attorney General Garland, um, the DOJ, the White House counsel, all said we cannot comment on this case because it is an ongoing investigation. Well, you, ca you can't plea uh, and, and expect immunity if there are ongoing investigations. So what's the lie? All right. And I'm telling you if, you, if you don't understand this and you don't see what's going on, you need to leave the room. You're dismissed. Because this shit needs to stop. I don't give a crap how much you love Joe Biden or how much you have sympathy for his son because he's a drug user and an idiot. But these people are dangerous. What they are doing is dangerous. And if you can't read that, then you're dismissed. Please turn in your, your registration card, and please do not opine on anything that has to do with, with this country and how it operates, the Constitution, uh, the Bill of Rights, anything. You should forfeit all of that. And I'm done. Yeah, it's it's tough to come up with what a, the ideal thing is that it stops short of 
us all going to Washington and rioting in the streets. I mean, there's there's no excuse for this BS. Um, so, and I'm sure I've left out a lot of stuff, but it's such a long story. I mean, we only have a, a limited amount of time, so. Fact is that you don't need to. I don't know that someone needs, or you, or me, or anyone else needs to present a whole bunch of factual analysis on something that we all know that there there's not only smoke there, but there's there's a fire and there's multiple fires, and this gaslighting game of repeatedly lying while something else is going on and no accountability for it has got to stop. I mean, and the, the people who were griping the most, the Trump administration, and just saying, I'm so tired of the lying. If they would just stop lying or he'd stop tweeting, oh, the horrors of it all, you know, well, my gosh. Um, Talk about lying. I mean, what? And where are they now? Where are these assholes now, who, who uh, swear? People would say, um, "We have to get his tax returns." I don't know what he's hiding there, but you, you know, he's taking money from. He's making money off the office. And blah 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 blah. These are people. Who I think I've we've talked about some of that before. Where I don't think I'm capable of it now. I'm too long retired. But at one time I was very capable of extracting almost anyone's tax return. Um, not an expert in tax code, you know. There's a difference there. But as far as following the numbers through someone's tax returns and tying them to financial statements and income statements, I was really damn good at it really damn good at it um and i'm one of the few people i can think of who i know who's capable of it uh, everyone else is a cpa uh there's there's a few forensic uh numbers people out there but all of them have cpas i just never bothered to get a cpa so the people saying these things though and and alleging that oh he's making money off of this hotel or whatever these people, they can't even read through an article on the internet and tell you what it says. But Much I mean, less attack, not a tax return at all. And yet they're alleging that there's something wrong that's going on. And he, by golly, he has to get out. Okay, well, so not, we know that uh, did not file tax returns in 2017 and 2018. Right. I mean, he's admitted to that. That's in the plea deal. Plea deal. Okay. That he admitted that he received a million and a half dollars in income in 2017 and 2018 that he did not report and that uh, he owed uh, over $100,000 in taxes off of that income that he did not pay. A, that cannot possibly be true. Because he would have owed a lot more taxes than that. Yeah, I've, I've but, heard about that. But, yep. Yeah. Leaving that aside, though, he did not even file tax returns. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Well, what about Papa Joe? You know, the two of them supposedly made $17 million. Yes. Off of this one deal. Lord knows what else. Mm -hmm. Well, didn't Papa Joe report that income? Uh, anyone? Anyone know? You know? No, we haven't heard anything at all about it. Nobody's asked you know? that question. Well, uh, apparently not. You know, people who knew, by golly, they, everything that there was to know about Trump being dishonest, they don't give a crap about Joe Biden. So what's that tell us? No, and you know that what's crazy? That, that, they're, that the people who put him into office are also lying liars who lie about lying. Absolutely. His voters, they don't just burn, loot, and murder in the streets. They're also doctors and accountants and nurses and firemen and policemen and people and, just like you and, and me. And liars. They, yeah, and they're also lying liars who lie about mm -hmm. lying. Absolutely. So, you know, I'm... I've put up with that crap out of so-called friends for long enough. If someone's not willing to come clean and say, you know, you know even, even I, when, when Trump would do or say something, I'd be like, oh, my, I do not like that. Yeah. Not that. Don't like that. I'd even criticize him on social media. Yes, for sure. Well, but I never hear anyone who supported Biden do that. Never. It's like. Oh no, the the crickets are out there. You know, they're drowning out all the sound. So um I'm fed up with it all, obviously. And and I don't understand why we can have the political class whose supporters can go out and ride in the street and furthermore the, the political people involved set up, you know no bail stuff they set up foundations to fund bail for people they do all kinds of other things including sick the doj and the irs on people and what do republicans do or independents like me what do we do when the biden crime family's in there and they have so much obvious crap going on and we do nothing about it nothing why aren't we rioting in the streets? Well, and I, um, the, the coverage on this is insanity to me. One of the things, you know, one of the big things they're talking about is that, you know, Hunter Biden went over to his attorneys. And the attorney is, is caught on camera and video smoking pot on his balcony 10 minutes before Hunter arrives. Now, granted, I understand that he's, he is pleading guilty and he, he's under the judge's order to not go around anybody who's... Uh, using or selling or or in possession of illegal, uh, you know, narcotics or or drugs, and, and I don't care if if the attorney lives in a state where it's legalized, he can't be around those drugs. They're not federally uh, uh, legal, and he's under he's under an order. Like that's a that's a that's a violation. That can that can overturn you know whatever plea deal and he can go to jail for that. Now I, I understand the point, but that's that's a that's a minute detail in the whole big picture, and they're they're making a huge deal out of that. And I'm like, man, why are you even talking about that? I mean, I get it because 
it just points to, uh, it's, it's another, uh, it's another example of how crooked they are because they're not going to follow what the judge says or, or what the rule, the rules, you know, given to them are. If you're a parolee and, and they tell you not to do things, parolees break those all the time. But it's another judgment on his character. So I get that. But, but that's, that's minute in the bigger picture of the whole, the whole scandal and the whole crime family. I mean, yeah. that's really what you want to focus on? That his, that his piece of shit lawyer uh, from California was on his balcony smoking pot? you know, 10 minutes before he showed up to his house, I don't give a crap. I give a crap about the, the, the fact that, that the president of the United States aided his son and in, uh, uh, you know, in, in making these deals with technically our enemies and, and corrupt foreign countries and he benefited from it. He knew about it. He was involved in it. And, and they've committed crimes. Way bigger than smoking some pot. You know, you, yeah. can, you, can use that, you can use that to judge somebody's character. You know, him being passed out with a crack pipe in his mouth and, you know, taking videos and, and selfies with hookers and all that stuff. I get it. But that's not really the issue. Right, yeah. You know... We all, we all know that, that both of them are blithering idiots. You know, Joe Biden, Joe Biden has done things throughout his life that, that we understand he's not, not only is he not smart, but he's a moron. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that's, that, that's funny because... You know, not not being smart makes you stupid. <laughs> but he, but he's a stupid moron who has plagiarized people and he's stolen their stuff. I mean, the guy, what did he say the other day? Oh, he cured cancer. Oh, it's just another gaffe. You know, Joe's been doing that since he was, you know, young and he's been doing it his whole career. But they they did the same thing with Obama. They go back and they and they rewrite the transcript. They rewrote the transcript where he mm -hmm. said that. Yeah. To to cover his ass. Do you think they would do that if Trump made a gaffe like that? Man, that shit would be all over every newspaper, oh, every they, headline, they, they, all they over social media. Make it even worse. Yeah. yeah. So so again, if if you don't recognize this and you don't think that this is a major problem for our country, then you're dismissed. We don't want to hear from you anymore. As a matter of fact, we never have wanted to hear from you, and we really don't give a crap what you think. We know that you're just as big of an idiot as these two people. Well. Here, let, let, let me play this. Let me play this, because I, I, this is important. This is about 25 seconds, Ron. But I want you to listen to this, and I want, I want everybody to mark this date down. Remember what this person says. Hey, go back to the first question of the briefing. I know you said not a lot's changed since yesterday, and that it's a personal matter. But from a presidential perspective, is there any possibility that the president would end up pardoning his son? No. Okay. 
I want you to remember what she just said. No, I want, I want no. you to mark the date down. She said it today in the press briefing. And I want you to understand that she's lying. I'll make a prediction. If Joe Biden loses the presidency on the last day, if somebody isn't in or already in jail or somebody isn't already uh, convicted, that he will pardon himself and his son. I guarantee it. If not before. But I bet you any money that if he loses or, or if he doesn't run again for some strange reason, he will pardon himself and he will pardon his son. And she's lying. Because that's what they do. What, what's, John, what's your opinion? John Pierre Paul, Paul would lie to us. Every freaking time they open Ab their mouth. Abdullah Abdul. Yeah, Paul Abdul. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course she's lying. Um, another person who lies to the American people without consequences, unlike anything you or I could do in front of Congress, even though if you're a government, government employee, you can lie all day long. No one gives crap. So there's really two things that, for me, that I think that, I think something that's never happened before needs to happen, which is this, oh, we need to impeach Joe Biden stuff that I'm beginning to hear from a lot of places. Yeah. You know, I, we talked about that from the beginning um, with him going into office, that people started on the, you know, impeach Joe Biden right away bandwagon because of a number of things. And my point of view was at that time was that if we can prove something that he did wrong, that he has done wrong, fine, but we have to respect the fact that allegedly he won an election. And these people who are concerned about using Article 23, I think it is, to uh, take him out of office because he's an incompetent moron, um, they have a point. However, I think it's we all but what you, Article, I, I know yeah, what you're okay. talking about. Yeah. yeah, to remove him from office because he's a, a babbling idiot. Um, fine. But I knew that before the election. Anyone with a brain knew that he was a babbling idiot before the election. To try to remove him from office because he has Alzheimer's, uh, too bad. People, people can vote anyone into office they want to vote in as long as they meet the minimum requirements in the Constitution. And if people want to elect someone to office who uh, has Alzheimer's, they're entitled to. You know. I don't think that you get to to uh, cut things in any direction that you want to, um, and you have to respect the fact that the guy won an election. If if we have uh, audited elections or auditable elections, so that we can prove, no matter who wins, that someone really did win. Yeah. You know. 
that's never been a standard before, but I think it's become obvious in our last century that it needs to become something that is part of election law. So that set aside, the I think that an, an impeachment needs to go beyond simply the president. I think we need impeachment hearings for everyone Congress suspects ought to be impeached. Mm -hmm. Every single person. If they think that both he and uh, Carmelo, Car Carmelo needs to be impeached, fine. If they think Mayorkas needs to be impeached, needs to be impeached, fine. If they think whoever, whoever they can impeach, who needs to be impeached, then they need to start those inquiries and do it publicly, uh, ask questions publicly. In other words, do, don't do things that the Democrats did with Trump. Do a real investigation of what has gone on because this is a, to prove a conspiracy, you have to, in my view, you have to prove there was a conspiracy. The only way you can prove that the DOJ did a sweetheart deal for Hunter Biden is to drag their asses into court and force them to testify. And if they won't, then you impeach them right there. Uh, but I think that we have to do a massive impeachment uh, inquiry, something this country has never done before, and remove everyone from office I don't care if they're a bureaucrat, if there's someone in one of the branches, anything that needs to have happen, we've got to insist on it. Um, so I just think that that is how serious this all is now. And, and if it's let it all come out, if it doesn't rise to the standard that someone ought to be a, removed from office, then fine. At least we know at least we know what has gone on. Um, they, impeached, so they impeached Donald Trump for asking the president of the Ukraine to look into what Joe Biden uh, was doing as vice president with Burisma. It was yeah. a simple question. And they impeached him. All yeah, the things, all the things that Joe Biden has said. He said, "I didn't." I, first, he said, uh, "I have no knowledge of my son's business dealings." And I mentioned the other day where it's changed from "I had no knowledge" to "I had no involvement in his business dealings." I'm going to tell you. Well, some, I'm going to tell you something. I have a daughter that's in her mid twenties. She has not lived at home since she left to go to college. I know everything that my daughter does. So either A, he's lying, which is true. He's a liar, and he lied about having any knowledge or having any um, involvement. Or he's the, worst or he's the worst parent that has ever existed on this planet because he knows nothing about his children's lives. I think that's also true. I think he is a horrible parent who raised horrible children. I don't know his son, Bo. Don't care. 
I don't really care. Uh, maybe he was good. May I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. I, I don't know anything about him. But I can tell you, based on what we've seen uh, from the laptop and, and his, his behavior, that he's not a good kid. And if Joe Biden has no idea what his son does for a living and who he works for and where he gets his money and that he's, you know, marrying his dead son's ex-wife and doesn't want to take care of his kids, he doesn't know any of that. He's not involved in his life, but he's the greatest person he's ever known. He's, he's the most respectful. I respect him more than anybody I've ever known. He's my son. I love him. How can you claim that and then not know anything about him? You're lying. I know everything about all three of my kids all the time. I'm not butting into their business, but I'm a parent, and I'm making sure that my kids are making good decisions. And I say, kid, yeah, my daughter's in her mid-20s. She's got a, a, a new baby. I, I care about her. So I'm going to know what's going on in her life. I'm going to know where she works, how much money she makes, if there's anything I can do to help. And for the president of the United States to say, I had no, I had no knowledge and I had no involvement. I didn't know what his business, you're a liar. Either that or again, you're the worst parent that's ever existed. I think it's a little bit of both. You know, I understand that he's a, his son is a grown man, and he can make his own decisions. He wasn't forced at gunpoint to be a drug addict. He wasn't forced, you know, to, to, to take video and selfies and, and pornographic material. He did that on his own, so he can make his own decisions. My daughter makes her own decisions, but I know about her life. You can't convince, you cannot convince me that he didn't know. That's why they changed the story. Oh, I, I you know, I kind of knew, but I, I, didn't, I didn't have anything to do with his business dealings. Well, where did the 17 million come from? And we know, based on SARS reports and, and other uh, evidence, that you received money. So again, stop the lying. Well, stop the malfeasance, which is something that's impeachable. That's a, that is unconstitutional. Malfeasance in office is unconstitutional. Lying is not unconstitutional. No, there's no crime against lying. No. Um, I still think it needs to stop, but... But this, this bullshit where we've got the uh, DOJ covering for them in their criminal activity is just beyond the pale. I mean, how many people at the DOJ are involved in covering for them? So that gets to the issue, which, you know, today is the first day those words have ever come out of my mouth, too, by the way. What's that? I think we need to open impeachment inquiries. Well, so so no, I, I haven't. Said it. But the other thing that I need to get said is that 
Um, and this has a lot to do with malfeasance in office, but it also has to do with constitutional, and it has to do with our 23 uh, so-called intelligence agencies that are obviously not very intelligent. Because has, has anyone even thought of asking if this stuff was going on in 27, 2017 and 18, and uh, and he was doing things that he wasn't supposed to when he was vice president under Obama. Has anyone ever asked about what was Obama doing? Why didn't Obama know what Joe Biden was doing and what Hillary Clinton was doing? Um, I, I'm not accusing Obama either of being dishonest, although I think he is. My point has something to do with how did this stuff go on with Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden taking money while in office, malfeasance. How did that go without Obama knowing about it? And, and I recognize people can say if they want to, uh, oh, he wouldn't, he didn't know. Well, why didn't these 23 agencies know? Why didn't they tell him? There's no way this stuff could have gone on with Hillary Clinton and her foundation taking money from foreign governments. And there's no way this crap could have gone on with Joe Biden taking money from foreign governments and, and involving himself in dropping the prosecution of the Burisma folks uh, who he was taking money from and his son was taking money from. And for, for some reason, none of these 23 agencies bothered to tell Donald Trump before this phone call with the, the president of Ukraine, uh, well, you need to watch what you say to him because he's part of the scam, you know? Because Zelensky was part of the scam with Burisma. So Trump calls him up and tells him you need to fire the pro you know, what's going on with, why aren't you all following up on uh, being a little more serious about this Burisma investigation and getting the prosecutor fired? Well, you don't think Zelensky already knew about the firing the prosecutor, that he wasn't involved in that? I mean, really. So that's several aspects, but it all boils down to why did Obama not know about Clinton and Biden? Why did Trump not know about uh, President Zelensky and this prosecutor and Burisma and the pipeline? Where were these 23 agencies? So I get people can argue if they want to that Trump, you know, Trump didn't know. And I don't believe he did know. Um, he wouldn't have handled that the way he did if he had known. But they can also say Obama didn't know. Well, fine. Maybe he didn't know. Maybe. Maybe he's not as corrupt as them, and he was being Jesus in the White House, and he's, his Secretary of State and Vice President were on the take for multiple tens of millions of dollars. Um, 
maybe he was innocent of not knowing all that. I, I, I'll, let's just accept his word for it for now, unless an investigation turns up otherwise. So if Obama didn't know and Trump didn't know, why didn't they know? Where were, we have 23 agencies that get more money than anyone can imagine. Why didn't they know? Why didn't the president of the United States know about these characters that were involved? And that's the answer. That's what I want to know. Because if they didn't know, there's a problem with those agencies. So everyone involved in those agencies needs to be included in an impeachment inquiry. Yeah, you know, that's why I wanted to get. Yeah, no, out I, I, I get that. You know, we've talked about, no. you, like you said, we talked about that before, and then we've also talked about the revenge politics, and uh, you know, there, there's back and forth on, <clears throat> you know, differing opinions on whether there should be an impeachment inquiry and all this other stuff. What I'm well, afraid of is, see, and, and, I don't care about impeaching. I'm not calling for hey no i understand well, no, yeah no there's no way to impeach obama that, that's not no, i'm talking about joe that. biden that is as far as i'm concerned how do we root out the problems with these 23 agencies if we don't look into an, uh, an inquiry and an impeachment inquiry into the heads of those agencies and anyone else we think is dirty well so i agree uh, i i Here's the thing. So I think that that you're on to something, but I think we have to be really careful um, when it comes to, you know, articles impeachment against every president that comes into office. So I, I would argue that, yeah, um, let's let's not start with Biden. Let's let's go ahead and why, why was there a special counsel for everything that Trump did, but we still haven't seen one when it comes to Joe Biden? Um, I'm not, a, you've talked about it. I'm not a big fan of special counsels. They take entirely too long. They cost way too much money, and they never come to a conclusion. You know, it's kind of just a, it's kind of just a, um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's just for it's just to appease people. Oh, hey, we're the government and we're we're doing something about it, but they're really not. So I would I would agree that you know let's look at Attorney General uh, Merrick Garland for impeachment. Let's look at Ag Alexander Mayorkas for impeachment. Um, Janet Yellen for impeachment. And let's start there, and let's let's get rid of some of those people, and send a, a message, maybe. Well, that, that what I'm what I'm saying here is that we open them up as against everyone as you discover them. For now, we know the 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 folks who you're describing have all been identified as folks who are impeachable, mm -hmm. based on, I mean maybe not removed from office, but but an inquiry is justified. 
And what I'm saying is we need to open up an inquiry into impeachment against everyone who is indicated that ought to happen to. I'm not saying we need to go to all 23 agencies of the intelligence agencies right away and impeach everybody. Right. But if, but we do need to begin in uh, looking at everything and how it ties together. And if we run across something, let's say we uh, run into something that says uh, the CIA was aware that uh, Joe Biden was doing something naughty with uh, Burisma and getting money. Well, then we, uh, we open an impeachment inquiry against whoever is in the head of the FBI now. Not, not try to go after someone who's no longer in office. What we're trying to find out here is if something happened back under another director, and the current director has not said anything about it. He's concealing information from mm -hmm. the public. Yeah. And we need to know what he knows. Now, maybe, maybe, uh, what's his name? Uh, I, I just can't even get myself to say his name. The, the current, uh, the current Hoover, uh, let's say we look into it and he's yeah i i'm very aware of it this is the extent of it these are the documents yada 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 okay we don't we don't attempt to impeach him we know what we needed to know um but if if he's lying <laughs> and he would be lying because we know right that that they knew something about that um but if he's lying, then we impeach him, even though he was not directly involved in it, because he's concealing the information about it. You know, this stuff where they're they're hiding what their predecessors do is part of the culture that we need to get rid of in the bureaucracies. You know what the problem is with what you just said? You simplified it in a way that that we wouldn't have to drag things out for two and a half years. And, and our government doesn't want to do that. You know, it's kind of, I think it's, so, so as much of an addict as Hunter Biden is, our politicians are addicts. They're spending addicts, they're lying addicts, they're, they're de deception addicts, they're, they, they just, they crave that, that everyday, uh, feeling of being able to continue on with issues for weeks and months and years. It's like they crave that stuff. Man, I can't wait for the next scandal to happen because and we get to have hearings and, you know, we get to go on TV. And, and we sit back like a, a, a bunch of fools. Yeah, you made, it, you made it very simple. The process can't be that hard. I mean, you either find no. you find evidence and you move forward with it, or you don't, and you go, okay, there's nothing to see here. 
These aren't yeah. the droids you're looking for. Move on. Right. And, but, and, and the government will not do what I'm suggesting. Well, that's what I'm saying. If, if we're rioting in the streets in Washington, D.C., then they'll listen. But if we're continuing to sit around and uh, eat potato chips and watch TV and letting them get away with stuff and not holding people accountable, then we're going to continue getting what we've always had here. So... If you really want to, you know, I'm a problem solver. If you want to solve the problem, you do something like what I just said uh, or exactly what I just said. But, but that will get to lighting enough fires under enough people and getting rid of enough people to where we'll, we'll turn the corner in this country. But the only way to do it is for the people to seize the power that they have and force change yeah force it because you you're gonna have to battle um you're gonna have to battle some other forces not just the government well, oh for sure you know there are other people and other you know the media being one so I wanna, yeah i want to play uh something here real quick make a point here so I think that there is corruption. I think there's, there's things that should be looked at. He um, and you'll be able to figure out real quick, uh, who these psycho people are. Uh, and, and it's just amazing to me. So listen to what these people have to say. And if this isn't, isn't I think this is a comedy skit. Hunter Biden is in court today. He uh, is expected to plead guilty to tax crimes. Uh, Speaker Kevin McCarthy <coughs> is focused on House Republicans. Uh, they, he wants them to look into an alleged Biden bribery scheme. Here's the clip. <laughs> more of this continues to unravel, it rises to the level of an impeachment inquiry. What that simply provides is that the Americans this is what you were talking. have a right to know, and this allows Congress to get the information to be able to know the truth. Not to impeach yeah. What bribery scheme? Yes. <laughs> what? I, I'm sorry. I'm, I, it's always, it's so different every day. I mean, you know, they're either freaking out about Barbie or they're upset about, you know, uh, Budweiser beer and just Bud and Light. Just Bud Light. <laughs> Bud Light. Okay. Now, we don't right? That's right. You don't want out. the wrong thing to get out. Yeah. But I mean, what 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 is what is really happening here? I mean, well, how much think... punishment does Biden need because he won and they lost? Well, that's the problem. I yeah. they keep seeing these indictments coming down from Trump, and they're like, "Hamana, hamana, what are we going to do? Let's turn it around and make it about him." about Biden instead. Take your eyes off of Trump, even though he's a criminal, and put your eyes on this guy instead. Yeah. Marjorie Taylor Greene said something that... I hey, did, are, you, are you following what these hags and witches are saying? I'm, I'm trying not to. I mean, that, that's exactly what you did to Trump. Right. The whataboutism crap. This is the other thing that, that we're going to have to battle. I mean, it's not just it's not just the the Marxists that are in charge in D.C. It's these crazy ass people who who for six years have bitched nonstop 
and made up story after story after story and hoax after hoax after hoax and have convinced a, a vast number of people in this country who are very gullible and very uh, uneducated to not only watch this shit, but believe in it. But that's exactly what they were doing for six years. Exactly right. what they're saying. Oh well, how how much does how much does Joe Biden have to go through? Hasn't he been through enough? I mean, li listen to this. Totally agree with Al. Stop whoa, the presses. Whoa. Watch, 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 watch. Your goal is get him impeached and Trump expunged, right? Absolutely. President Trump should be expunged. <laughs> Thank you, Marjorie. The saying what I've been dying to say. I, I actually don't think there's a legal mechanism for expunging an impeachment off of a congressional record, but that's, that's just made me my law degree. But uh, the, the other thing that's interesting to me is, you know, when you don't have um, a real program mm -hmm. as to how you're going to help the American people, yes. you want everyone to look in a different direction except at you. And I think that's what's happening. And I think what is just terrible, and Anna said it the other day, they are weaponizing Joe Biden's son against him. <laughs> that's the lottery speaking. What a moron. Yeah. Oh, my God. You weaponized the whole government against one person. Oh, well, and his family. I mean. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they really are as dumb as they seem oh, to be. Oh, my gosh. Hard to believe. Here, I'll, I'll play a little more and then we'll be done. I'm getting a headache. Joe Biden has experienced so much pain and loss. He lost his <laughs> wife. He lost his little girl. He lost his oh, boy. And, and his other son, his other son yeah. Bo. And, and, and now he has a son who clearly has a drug addiction. And that's why he was offered a diversion program. But it shows that no one's above the law. And so he's, he's pleading guilty. But that still isn't enough for the... Because that's... Oh, that's not what normally happens in these cases. She's a lawyer. Granted, she may not be a tax lawyer, and she knows nothing about the IRS. But she's a lawyer, and she should know better. You, you don't get these kind of deals. You know what I would say to her if I was on that show? What do you think would happen to you? You're not a drug addict. You don't have any priors. Maybe. Maybe she does. Yeah. Yeah. But what do you think would happen if you didn't pay taxes like that? Do you think you would get, you know, charged with a misdemeanor? No, because that's not the law. Apparently, you didn't listen to the two whistleblowers who came out and said, we charge all of the, these cases that are, that are exactly the same as this one as a felony. Everyone's charged with the same charge. Except for Joe Biden's son, and you don't yeah. think that that's favoritism? You don't think that somehow the the DOJ isn't uh, uh, yeah. playing curry favor to to the president's son? Yeah, that's because actually, if that was you, Sonny Hostin, yeah. your ass is being charged with a felony, whether you like to hear that or not. And you can put that in your fucking pipe and smoke it. Well, that's IRS policy. 
That's what I'm saying. She doesn't know. Yeah. As an attorney, yeah. she doesn't even know what she's talking about. And and like I said, I'll give her I'll give her that she may not be a tax lawyer. And it if you're gonna opine on something, you at least know what you're talking about. So clearly she doesn't know what she's talking about because those those people who who all have committed that same offense of tax evasion are charged with a felony. Period. That's why the that's why the that's why the judge threw out the the plea deal. I'm sure that's part of the reason. The other part being you don't get freaking global immunity. They don't mention that on this show. They they don't have a problem with Hunter Biden. And if you give Hunter Biden global immunity, guess who else gets it? Everyone. Joe Biden gets global immunity. <laughs> because, because that takes him out of the mix right off the bat, period. There is no more investigation. If you give... The, the theory is, is that these two were in business together, son and father. And if you give the son who's charged with a crime global immunity, they can't investigate him anymore, so therefore they can't uncover if his father was involved. It's all over. It's all over. Yeah. As an attorney, she should know that. I am not an attorney. And I know that. So again, so so do you think she's just ignorant about it? No, I think, think she's a lying liar, lying about lying. lying. Okay. Yeah, right. I think she's a lying liar that lies about lying. Just thought I'd get that clear. She can't be that dumb, Ron. Well, I mean, maybe she is. I don't know. I don't know her. But listening to this is is enraging. This whole freaking thing is enraging because. They are, they are either A, ignorant, or B, they're lying. It could be a combination of the two, just like I said with Joe Biden. He's either lying or he's a horrible parent. I think it's a combination of the two. But more so, they, they lie so much that it's, it's, it becomes a habit. It, they are habitual liars. That, that's what they do. They pass that on from generation to generation to generation. I mean, Joe, Joe Biden's son isn't corrupt because he's somebody. He's a nobody. If, if Joe Biden wasn't vice president, none of this would, Hunter Biden wouldn't even, nobody would even know his name. He would be an irrelevant human being just like the vast majority of people on this planet are irrelevant human beings. I mean, we have this we have this thing about us that, that we're relevant. Amongst all the billions of people on this planet, we're something special. When you're just a blip in time, and people die all the time, all across the world, and nobody knows, nobody cares, except for those that are around you, your friends, your family. How many people die a day that I don't even know and don't care about? I'm not saying that because I'm not sympathetic. I'm just saying I didn't know that person. I don't, I don't even know how many people died today. Yeah. There's 8 billion people in the world. How are you going to know them all? But everybody thinks that there's somebody special and you're not. 
You, you are to those who care about you and your friends and your loved ones. But for the other billions of people on the planet, they don't know who you are. You're, you're a blip in time. Get over yourself. And so yeah, the, these, these elitists like this woman and these people that are on this shit show have gotten to a point in their lives where they think that what they say really truly matters and, and what they say really is the truth. But they, they've done that for so long that they convince themselves that whatever comes out of their mouth is the gospel. And by gosh, you better, you better believe it because my, my attorney is coming out. You heard her say that. The attorney in me is coming out. Well, the attorney in you just fucking left the station uh, because you don't, you don't understand the law. Yeah. Described by people on national television in front of Congress who have been doing it for 20, 30 years said out loud. And you, you won't admit it. Why? The, and the what about, oh my God. You know, the, when people like this talk, they are inciting violence in me. <laughs> Why can't I claim that? I, I, anybody can claim anything anymore. They incite violence every time they open their mouth because I, I really want to punch them in the face. And say, God, I hope that way, I hope that jogged something in that little pea brain of yours. Well, what they're I think what they're effectively doing is they're promoting post birth abortion. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> some oh. people are just too stupid to be talking. To be voting, to be driving, to be drinking, to be breeding, you know, I think anyone on the view is pretty much in that category as far as I'm concerned. The fact that there's people in the audience that clap and cheer for these people is amazing to me. Well, they're more. Uh, I mean, there's no talent. They have no talent. There's no talent well, sitting on that at that desk. I mean, you could argue that early in her career, Whoopi Goldberg was somebody, but I mean, she's just a fat old lady that that just has a a bitter. You know, her, her the the older she gets, the more bitter she gets, and she'll die a bitter old lady. I a remember lonely... trying to watch her when she had her own show that was supposedly comedy. But I remember forcing myself to try to watch it. And I finally said, okay, just make it to the first commercial. And I never did. It was so bad. I mean, for me, just not my kind of comedy. Well, it's kind of, I don't know if you remember years ago, she used to do... Um... So remember they had Farm Aid and they, they had all those, you know, 
concerts and stuff and her oh, billy crystal just before that yeah yeah her billy crystal and, and robin williams uh used to do a a comic relief that's what it's called comic relief and they would do stand up and have other people on the show and they would raise money i can't remember what the the uh what they raised the money for but i i i contributed to that uh uh organization wasn't it for Slick Willie? Willie it might, it, you know, back then, I mean, you, you really don't, with any kind of uh, organization like that, you don't know where all the money goes. And, and who knows? It probably funded the Democrats in some way, shape, or form. But but she was the least funniest person that, that appeared. And, I mean, there were some, you know, new upcoming stand-up comics on those, those uh, uh, telethons. And she was horrible. Yeah, she was in, uh, you know, Ghost and, and a couple of movies that, you know, were, were highly acclaimed. But it wasn't because of her. You know, she's, I, I don't get it. And, and Joy Behar, what has she accomplished in her life? What are her big accomplishments? Well, she incites violence. And me. She's promoting uh, post-birth abortion. Yeah. That's it. I mean, I have no idea. I have no idea who she was, did, whatever. I just remember Whoopi Goldberg or whatever from the 70s. Maybe it was late 70s, early 80s. She had this show called Whoopi. I couldn't tell you much about it because I hardly ever saw any of it. it was so bad but at least to my view yeah. um she's the only one who i know of before that show uh what's the oh the view okay i have no idea joyless behar couldn't tell you i have no idea what she did she probably chase she was she another comedian. for all i know she oh she was, was yeah that's what um, she was known for a stand-up comedian so, so that's what we've resorted to. I mean, you know, uh, Trevor Noah, um, you know, the late night shows, Joy Behar, Whoopi Goldberg, Bill Maher. Those are our political analysts. Those are the people that tell us all about our politics. And they're all ex-comedians. And they were shitty at it. So they, they transformed themselves. You know, the, the, the Democrats have a really good way of doing that. You know, they evolve into all these these things, and they become these experts. Well, where's your experience in politics, lady? Sonny Hostin, you're you're an attorney. Where's your experience in politics? What what yeah, makes I, you what makes you an expert that what you well, say? I have no idea who she is. Sonny Hostin. Yeah, I don't she's know. A, she's an ex prosecutor. A prostitutor? Yeah. So. Is it Hofstin or Hostin? Hostin, H-O-S-T-I-N. Oh, okay. Hostin, okay. I have no idea who that is even. Oh, well, I guess it doesn't matter. I'm not, I'm obviously not their market. She, uh, so her, her legal career was that she was an appellate law clerk trial attorney for the Justice Department, and lastly, a federal federal prosecutor. 
Oh, that could explain why she's so dumb. Exactly. But who but who gave her the expert tag? What expert said you're an expert and you should go on TV and people should believe what you say because you're an expert? Yeah, I'm guessing she gave herself the expert title and everyone else agreed because, well, she has a law degree. Uh, she probably okay. strapped on those asbestos knee pads and, and earned that title the hard way, if you know, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Oh, my God. Quickly, we digress. <laughs> yeah, yeah <clears throat> that happens on occasion with our show. Uh, so, anyway, um, I, I'm, I think that... Uh, so, the judge in this uh, Hunter Biden thing has um, delayed the, the, the process for, what, a month? And a lot of people don't understand that the prosecutors that showed up uh, are not the original prosecutors in this case. The last minute they were switched out. And they were switched out with Democrats. So that's how this deal came about. Oh, yeah. Didn't know that. A lot of people didn't. The original prosecutors are gone. All of them. And so that's how this deal came about. They didn't like the original prosecutors because they were trying to go for the felony and trying for jail time, and pressure was put on them just like the IRS agents to back down. And so I am going to go out on a limb here because I don't know why they uh, took themselves out of play but it could be that they didn't want to commit uh, career suicide or Epstein. And so they, you know, okay, we're taking a hike. And in come these other prosecutors that were put in place and made the deal with the prosecution. And this was brought up in a couple of, of different places that I had, had uh, watched some analysis on, and they even talked about it a little bit. And said, hey, you know, these, these prosecutors are, are, are uh, you know, they made this deal. And it wouldn't have happened if it were the other, the originals. Uh, and that's why when the judge started asking the questions regarding the deal, neither the prosecution or the defense could answer her questions with any kind of substance. And she got pissed off. Now, <clears throat> the funny thing is, is that uh, the judge, who is a Trump appointee, that's, that's what they're saying. Well, this is a Trump-appointed judge. It's crazy how the Internet works. So the day before the hearing, if you were to look up this judge, on Wikipedia, they had her listed as a Democrat. The day that she made the decision, it was changed to Republican. Oh. Oh, yeah. And then you go back and you look again, they switched it back to Democrat. 
So here's the problem, which I've always said about Wikipedia. That is a source of information that you cannot trust, shall not trust, and probably should stop looking at because I can go on there and change her status right now. It is a public forum that, that you can go and add or subtract or, or, you know, put your own opinion into certain things, and it's not a credible source. You can't use it in college for a, to cite, you know, if you're writing a paper. It's not a, a source you can cite in, in a college paper. Because it's not a credible, you know, it's not a scholarly source. It's not a credible source of information. Hmm. Okay. Um, I don't know how many times in my six years of school uh, the professors would get mad because people were using Wikipedia and they're like, uh, I should give you a, an F because that's not a credible source of information. Uh, yeah. So there's that. Hmm. So... Well, Wikipedia didn't exist when I was in school, and neither did the internet. Yeah, me either. Neither did computers, actually. Well, we had um, the Commodore 64, and, and computers started to come out yeah. late 80s. Well, the Commodores existed when I went to school, but they were a singing group. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so I, I wonder. And true, you know, I didn't just make that up. That you know, and she's from true. Delaware. Um, and so there's, you know, there's been, you know, the left. Oh, it was a Trump-appointed judge. Well, she's she's known to have contributed to the Republicans and the Democrats. She she supported Hillary Clinton. Um, whatever. I'm wondering if the pressure from the last few days of testimony in front of Congress by the whistleblowers and others and some of the things that have come out didn't make her say, you know what, I can't really, I can't really justify making a decision that, that kind of seems a little questionable today. So I'll let a month go by. Let the, let the dust clear. And and then we'll go ahead and, you know, we'll we'll approve whatever deal is presented. Um, now I'm not quite sure that's what's really going to happen, because when he rescinded his plea deal, then he had to plead guilty or not guilty. If I have that correctly, but he pled guilty yesterday. Um, one of the biggest things is that. Uh, you know, the, the gun charge. So the two misdemeanor charges for tax evasion is an open indictment. The gun charge is sealed. It's interesting. The plea deal for that, all that is sealed. Why? I don't, I don't, understand, yeah. I don't understand that. Yeah, there's no reason for that. So again, there, there's all kinds of shenanigans going on with this whole freaking thing. And um, I'm just wondering if this judge, 
<clears throat> isn't isn't waiting for the smoke to clear and uh you know you know cuz they th these prosecutors are going to go back and they're going to strike another deal um there are there are some Jonathan Turley and some other experts out there <laughs> Uh, which I like Jonathan Turley. He's a pretty good, he's a pretty smart man. Uh, said that this is probably going to go to trial now. If the judge has any, if she has any ethical, uh, if she has an ethical bone in her body, she will not accept another plea deal. Because they tried to, they tried to do an okie doke on her. Exactly. And thankfully, you know, she was a, uh, I believe she was a tax attorney, a tax lawyer or a tax judge before getting the federal appointment. Really? Yeah. Um, so she, she, you know, I think that was another thing that the prosecutors and the, and the, the uh, defending attorneys thought that they could pull one over on her and they didn't expect this because... According to some people that were in the courtroom, uh, they were they were taken aback by the questions she was asking, and that's why it took less than five minutes to her for her to say, "Okay, um, plea deals, uh, no good." And they didn't know what to do; like they didn't know how to answer her questions, so it pissed her off because I think they went in there thinking, "Okay, this is an attorney that has." You know, very little experience in this, and and we're going to be able to, you know, pull the wool over her eyes. We'll get what we'll get the deal, um, you know, and everything will be kosher. And when she started asking about the immunity thing, they didn't know what they didn't know what to say, and that's what destroyed the whole thing. So thankfully, uh, she was smart enough to catch that. But again, I, I, the, cynic, the cynical side says, "Is this just is just, this just some sort of, well, let's let's just wait it out, let's let the dust clear, we'll come back, and and we'll you know, we'll do it all over again, and and all this will go away." And I think that we need to be concerned with that. Well, I agree. I mean. It, this is an important time in American history to become a cynic. Uh, this is not the time to be trusting government. They they have done nothing to warrant trusting them. Uh, trusting is something that is earned, just like respect is something that's earned. And if you give someone trust or respect uh, when it's not warranted, then shame on you if, if you know, you get screwed somehow. You know, this is the time to not believe a darn thing anyone says, even us. You know, because what we're doing is we're giving enough information, enough facts, and enough uh, opinion to prompt someone who's curious to go find out for themselves. We're not trying to give them what to think about it. Mm -hmm. Just giving what we think about it. 
and people can go check out everything that we discuss, uh, including this impeachment stuff. So I go back to anyone involved in anything that is in the public domain right now that an impeachment inquiry needs to get opened up. So anything that turns up something else that's warranted, then you just add another name to that. It's like a class action impeachment, I guess, in reverse. But it's time that we all put up with it, stop putting up with this crap. I mean, we should, I don't know of a time in American history where we've, as a public, we've had more right to riot in the streets than we have right now. I mean, it's just BS that, that this is going on and we're all sitting around uh, not even talking about it. No, and you know what's crazy to me too is, is if, you watch, uh, if you watch these press briefings or any kind of, whether it's, you know, Pierre, Kareem Abdul, just slobber or whatever, you know, or John Kirby or any of these people and the, the mass media, uh, Marxist left mass media. And you start asking these questions, they all go to the same thing, but the economy is great. She did that three times today. Really? Yeah. Uh, on What's questions that weren't even the, 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 the questions asked had no relation to the economy. They were about Hunter Biden. They were about Joe Biden. They were about, you know, the scandals and, you know, the border or something. But the economy's great. Now, that's not exactly what she said. I'm paraphrasing. Oh. But she might as well have. She's like, well... Once again, the president, uh, you know, has, has, has said what he said on that topic, um, but we have the best economy in, uh, you know, 40 years. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> These people live in a bubble. I own a small business. I know people in the same industry, and I know people in a lot of other industries. And the economy is not what is not what they are telling you it is. I have talked to people who who are in the hospitality business who say that they are experiencing the same kind of business as they did with COVID in 2008. Multiple business owners. Because I thought I have done something wrong this year. I started out in gangbusters. Best year I've ever had in five years. And all of a sudden, I hit a brick wall. And for the last almost month, I've done absolutely nothing. Now, that's as far as work goes. I am working every day to try and turn that around. But I talked to someone today who, who was in the same industry as me, and he said... And I haven't done anything in three and a half weeks either. I talked to a, a, a bigger company than he has. They haven't. Thank, he said, thank God I have commercial business because if it wasn't for that, I'd be screwed. Because people, you know, aren't spending money. 
They don't have it to spend. You know, she said, well, wages are up. You know, this claim of we, we created 13 million jobs. Get the hell out of town. The, the most jobs ever created in the history of any president in this country was Joe Biden. Well, I mean, can we, can we subtract the people that went back to work when they were allowed to? You know, lockdowns were ended and, and they went back to their jobs and their businesses. Can we, can we take that out of the equation or is that not, is that not the right thing to do? They claim that wages are up 6%. They're actually down 3% if you go by, uh, uh, if you factor in um, inflation and uh, interest rates and all this other stuff. The, the way they used to figure those numbers. People are making well, a little less money. And then, and then add on top of it, that we as an economy as the as far as the economy goes interest rates are rising and even though inflation has come down a little bit prices have not i mean i talk to people all the time i ran into the pastor in my church at, at grocery shopping i said what is it with i either run into you or your wife every time i come here we must be on the same shopping schedule but we got to talking and we've talked about a bunch of other stuff, but we were talking about groceries. And, you know, he's like, I know a lot of people who, who are buying generic brands because they can't afford to buy the, the premium stuff. That's, that's the real world. That's what people are experiencing every day of their lives. Not this great economy that keeps being shoved down our throat at every turn. You can't ask a question about anything else. The border, uh, you know, China. Um, why are we continuing to give billions of dollars to Ukraine when, when we and, and arms and we're running out of ammunition? Well, the economy. <laughs> and yeah. what about it? It's horrible. Ask business owners. Ask people who go grocery shopping. Oh well, gas prices came down. There's still three three seventy a gallon. Yeah, well, it's still well, under, they, well, they were a dollar eighty under Trump. Yeah, it's still at almost two dollars more than what it used to be. Yeah, but it's not great and grand and glorious like you claim it is. You know, stop the uh, lying. That's because they're lying liars who lie about. Oh lying. my gosh, it's so freaking enraging, and 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 nobody seems to give a shit. Well, at least at least enough, Ron, to do something. Well, yeah, and and what does that mean? That means what what we're doing. Talk about it. You know, piss and moan if that's what you want to call it. I don't give a crap. But we're not sitting in, like you said, sitting in front of our televisions eating a bag of chips. You know, we, we meet a couple of times a week, and we're trying to, to offer solutions and ideas and, and get solutions and ideas and come up with something to change things. 
But if you're going to sit in front of your television eating chips and agreeing with everybody that says something and think that they're the experts, man, you're dismissed. Yeah. Yeah, we have enough of that going on. What we what we really need is January 6th repeated every single day until we get our country back. You know, a million or more people, you know, storming the Bastille, like the French. You know, there's got to be something, and and maybe maybe a opening uh, of the possibility of a uh, multiple impeachment uh, inquiry is the answer. Maybe it's not, but we've got to be armed with something. No, I, you know what? That's what you just said. Why? Why can't they? Why? Why does it? Why is it they, they have to go after one individual? And I think I get what you're saying now. You have a whole panel of people. Yeah. You have you have Mayorkas, you have Janet Yellen, you have uh, Garland, and they're all three sitting in the impeachment. They're all three being impeached at the same time. Why, why waste why waste a year or two on one individual? Go after them all. Have them all sit there. If there's ten of them, yeah, at the same table, you read each one their charges and and and. They're, you know, crimes, high crimes, misdemeanors, or whatever the crap that uh, that it takes to impeach someone. And you go, now what? Let's let's well, take a vote. <laughs> I mean, it's, the, it's the really thing is, is that any any evidence that's turned up during that that indicates someone else ought to be impeached, they're added to the list. Then they're added to the list. Let me pull your chair out for you. Yeah. Have a seat, asshole. Yeah. You know, there's there's nothing that says that cannot be done. And there's nothing that says only one person at a time has to be impeached. It's just so rare. But let's take a look at how rare what's going on right now is. I was getting ready to say, we're, we're living in rare times where we are. nothing the, usual is happening. The, the most corrupt administration in our history was probably the uh, Ulysses S. Grant presidency. And it's not that he was corrupt, but that all of these people post-World War or post-Civil uh, War figured out that they could make a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And... He was very honest, but and he was also very loyal. And he had no desire to go around firing people. Uh, and he also wasn't really suited to be president. You know, he was popular and all, but, you know, but people got away with murder in his administration. And I, uh, I think that the Roosevelt, Franklin Roosevelt, his administration was way more like Obama's and Biden's in that it's not corrupt from a, a Roosevelt's administration was not so corrupt based on economics and stealing money. It was corrupt based on uh, instituting Marxism in our country. 
And I think what we have now is a combination of the Grant administration and the Roosevelt administration, where we've we've got something that we have never seen before. We've got Marxism on steroids and we've got criminal activity on uh, steroids. And uh, it's just unbelievable. No, and I heard a guy say, um, if you took what Bill Clinton did, if you took what Richard Nixon did, Bill Clinton did, and Donald Trump, all of the high crimes and misdemeanors that were alleged against these presidents and rolled them all into one, it would not rise to the level for what Joe Biden has done. True. That that's that's powerful. I mean, that's that that's that's someone who has some guts to say, listen, <laughs> you know, um, which Watergate, uh, up until the collusion, Russian collusion hoax, what was probably one of the most corrupt things that's happened in the presidency in forever. Well, and Watergate was nothing. Well, no, that that's the point, right? Yeah, it was uh, nothing. And then, you know, Bill Clinton with his, uh, depends on what the definition of, of is, is. And then, of course, Donald Trump and, and his two impeachment, you know, proceedings. He said, take all of those and combine them together, and they don't rise to the level of, of what this, this administration and this president has done. That's strong. Yeah. Well, and you don't hear many people that? saying that. Other than us, though, I mean, we're, yeah, right. we're not known. Was this someone who's in the public square? And yes. The... Um, I don't remember his name. Yeah. I've, I've not seen him before, but he's a, a contributor. Um. Again, I was I was working out at the gym and reading what he was saying, and and there was a lot more to the context of that. But that was well, the, it's true. The statement is true. Yeah. So the overall the overall uh, analysis was, you know, when you look at the what's been presented to this point, we, we don't even have a special counsel. We don't even really have. All of the evidence that there's more coming out every day. And it just keeps piling on and piling on. He said, what we have already what, rises above what those three people allegedly did wrong. Um, and so, uh, you know, I thought, man, that's, that's powerful right there for someone to come out and say that. Uh, why aren't more people, why aren't more people recognizing that? And if they are, why aren't they talking about it? You know, it, I hate to say this because we, we've mentioned this on the show before. I, I don't like this. I don't like this narrative of two tier justice. And I don't like the narrative of they're a protected class they're, because they're Democrats or something like that. We should never be saying those things. You know, we should never say, oh, it's, it's, it's Joe Biden or it's Hillary Clinton or it's Barack Obama or it's 
blah, blah, blah. And, and because it's them, nothing's ever going to happen. And how many times have I said it? We need to stop doing that, and we need to demand that something happens. And whether or not the evidence takes us where we, where we want it to or where we think it might, at least we know the truth. So with, with, with Donald Trump, if the Russian collusion thing was true, then he should have faced whatever punishment necessary or whatever, uh, you know, prison, whatever. If you do something wrong, you pay the consequences. You're held accountable. But that doesn't work one way. If I, if I don't pay my taxes, I'm going to be charged with a felony. I might face prison time. And it may be over $10,000, not $1.7 million. Well, if I committed a crime, you know, I, if you're going to play, you got to pay, right? Well, that, that should be, you, you have said this numerous times, equal justice under the law. You go through the due process, you get, you, you know, all, all of your rights are, are intact. If you're, if you're found guilty, then you should be held accountable. And for conservatives out there, you should, you should stop saying those things immediately. Stop saying it online. Stop saying it in so, on social media. Stop saying it on television, on the radio, on, on podcasts. Oh, because it's so-and-so, nothing's going to happen. What you should be saying is, oh, that person is a, a, a civil servant and is held to a different standard. Uh, throw the book at him if that's what it means. If they've done something wrong, hold them accountable. I don't give a crap what letter's in front of their name. I think it goes in reverse, too. Because you and I both said right away, if there was something that Trump did to warrant prosecution for the, the Russia hoax, what turned out to be a hoax, then he ought to be prosecuted. Correct. On the other hand, if that turns out to be a hoax and and he was going to be held accountable then the people who brought that about meaning hillary clinton uh the democrat national committee the media the fbi the oj the cia who all knew about it ahead of time those people ought to be held accountable too yeah, and, and, and those are, yeah. So how about the heads of all of those agencies, whether they were heads of the agencies or not at the time, how about we go right after them right now for impeachment, just like Joe Biden, mm -hmm. just because if they, if the agencies are concealing information about what they knew uh, about them, then they're not serving their purpose as a, as a bureaucracy. Even if the head of the agency was not even there at the time. Well, you could make it. stealing information, then they're, they're also uh, conspiring to obstruct justice. And everyone in that agency who's hiding information ought to be impeached too. Oh, not to mention, 
you know, the, the rank and file, you know, the well, upstanding. Especially the rank and file. The upstanding, you know, rank and file of the FBI uh, who, who yeah. falsely imprisoned and kidnapped Roger Stone. Yeah. That, that's a crime. Yep. I mean, he, he was found not guilty. He didn't get, he didn't get charged. I mean, he did, but he, he, he was exonerated because they didn't have any evidence. They manufactured evidence. And then when they did that, they raided his home in the middle of the night, hauled him off, you know, uh, with high-powered, you know, weapons of mass destruction, <laughs> right? Yeah, assault weapons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. horror. Weapons, yeah. weapons of mass destruction and war. And then, uh, you know, they, they had nothing. Well, you can't just do that to people. The, no, and they got all and they be, got all yeah. of this stuff with fake warrants. Yeah. Which is lying to a judge. You can't they defrauded, do that. they defrauded the court. Yeah, they can't do that. It's a crime. Yeah. Oh, but oh, it's so and so. It's the rank and file of the FBI. I mean, we can't go after them. The yeah. hell you can't. I, I'm beginning God. to think that they're more corrupt than the people on the seventh floor. You know what? Yeah. I don't know if I can say this. Let, let me just say this. Whatever happened in Nashville should happen at the J. Edgar Hoover building. <laughs> well. It should have happened a long time ago. That would be equal justice under the law. A long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. And and, well, and, they didn't and even, I'm sure they don't even know what happened at, in Nashville, did they? Well, I'm I'm not going to apparently don't. Yeah. No, and I'm not going to comment because you know, that could be used against me, but I'm telling you, I, I there's a lot of things that happened in Nashville. Pick, you know, I don't I don't I'm not specifying. Exactly. I'm not specifying. I mean, look at Kid Rock <laughs> Kid Rock throwing Darth Brooks out of his steakhouse? Yeah. I mean, how offensive is that? Well, oh, that um, could be what I'm referring actually, to. Actually, that's not. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe they, they just they throw Director my... Ray out and say, you you know, you, your reservation is canceled. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can't eat here anymore. Yeah. Bubba? Idiot. Idiot. Yeah. Only assholes are allowed here. Oh, well, that would empty the building in about three seconds. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't believe that our country is so full of passive people. I mean, if if we really are, then I guess maybe we deserve what we're getting. Well, so I I hope I don't offend you when I say this, because I know you're on the borderline uh, when it comes to the generations that that we're dealing with. Um, we have the boomer generation, which I believe, I'm thoroughly con- convinced that that generation is responsible for a lot of the crap that we're going through. I mean, just, yeah. lo- just look at who's in charge. Yeah. Mitch McConnell, Chuck Schumer, Joe Biden, uh, 
which, by the way, Mitch McConnell, I don't know what the hell's going on with him, but the 80-year-old man is no different than Joe Biden, and he's a Republican, and I'm telling you, as a conservative, he needs to go home. I mean, he's yeah. standing at a podium, and he, and he can't even speak. I don't know if you saw them. They, they, they escorted him out of the room. And he can yeah, barely I move. I didn't see it, but I totally agree. That guy should have been gone a long time ago. Yeah, he can barely move. I mean, they're, they're, they're having to prop him up so he doesn't fall over. Now, later on, he comes back, and he claims he's okay. But, you know, he, he, was, he fell and had a concussion. And you and I have talked about this on this show. When old people fall, man, that's not a good sign, and especially... You know, when they get concussions or they have pneumonia. And I, I'm, you know, I posted on, on social media about it. I want to have empathy and sympathy for these people. But at the same time, man, go, go home and just enjoy what time you have left. You've done enough. We've had enough, right? Well, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I just think we need to, I've, I know I've said this a million times, but I'll say it a million and one, is that we need to have a limit to how many years someone can receive a federal paycheck. I don't give a crap about term limits. Yeah, no, I... I, want, I, I give a crap about how many years can someone receive a federal paycheck. You know, pick a number, 10 years, 20 years, whatever, uh, military included. You know, unless uh, I think that you can make some exceptions with uh, with respect to the military in certain cases, because 20 years, you're just kind of hitting the point where, you know, you really do, you really can be a master of something. Yeah. You know, chief master sergeant, uh, someone of that level in the non-commissioned officer ranks or in the, you know, chief general officer. officer. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but it needs, it must be, uh, something that is very, that's done, let's say by, uh, by the president, maybe you can grant five years extension president only and another five years if it's congressional and the president, but it's gotta be something that it rises to that level that, Hey, Joe is the best chief master sergeant we've ever had. We need him for another five years because we're, we're at war. Okay. Yeah. I'm all for that, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, call it 20 years. You know, no one can receive a federal paycheck for more than 20 years. And there's no pensions for any, uh, any elected positions. So I don't care if you're a Supreme Court judge. You know, you get elect If you get put in there today on the Supreme Court, 20 years from now, you've got to be gone. Yeah. I don't care if you're uh, 25 when you go in, if you're 55 when you go in, but at some point you stop working because you've been in there long enough and give someone else a chance. These, Mitch McConnell is not so darn valuable to the country that there aren't several dozen other people in Kentucky uh, oh, well said. able to yeah. do just as good a job. Uh, you know, yeah. get well, over so. ourselves, like mm, you said, yeah. Yeah. get over ourselves, make room for someone else. That's the whole point to being a citizen legislator uh, or even working in the government, that it's part time. It's 
It's not something where you make a career out of it, and we've got to stop it, you know? Well, and I think one of the things I want to make clear, too, is I don't expect these people to be perfect. You know, they're going to make mistakes. But at the same time, if you make a mistake, you better own up to it. Again, yeah. we're, we're going to hold you accountable. We need to hold you accountable. But you should also admit, if you come out and you say something wrong or you lie and, or you do something that's uh, unethical, then you need to own it. We'll decide whether or not you get to stay. But but this crap of deception and lying and, and covering things up and, and, and thinking that we're not smart enough or we can't handle the truth, it has to stop. And, and when it comes to the Constitution and in our podcast, um, that, that's, the, that's the main point, which is if you're not governing and conducting yourself uh, constitutionally, then, by God, we are going to hold you accountable, whether you like it or not. Because, well, because it's not what you like. It's what we the people like. But you see, my point is that we the people need to hold ourselves accountable. And sitting on our hands, unless we're eating potato chips, uh, is not how people who own a country work. People, you know, this country is ours. Whether we agree on everything or not is beside the point. We all have a vested interest in this country being the best that it can, regardless of our differences. Right. In fact, become better because we have some diverse opinions and views and such. That challenge of steel sharpening steel works. But if we're not out there doing it, if we're trusting a whole bunch of morons who cannot be trusted, and we're not storming the Bastille because we're mad as hell, then we're not doing our jobs. We're not holding ourselves accountable. We're abandoning our posts. And we're, we're gonna get what we deserve, I think. We've abandoned our post and We've allowed corrupt politicians to take over, and we've got to reassert ourselves. Well, I think it also needs to be said, too, that uh, we, we have to figure out a way to get over the toxicity, the, 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 um, the divisiveness that the government as a whole has created. Now, I, I will... I will openly admit right now that the Democrat Party is um, very extreme and has very extreme policies, ideas, and, and visions for what this country should be. You know, the open border thing, the, the men being women and women being men and you know, all that other craziness. Um, you know, we allow them to, to create this chaos 
So recent, you know, the, the, the most recent thing Joe Biden is going after is uh, electric hot water heaters. You know, yeah. uh, just crazy stuff like that. They want electric cars, but not hot water heaters. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And, and, and you know, I don't know if you heard, but um, Republicans are to blame for summer now. Uh, oh, yeah, I was, I was going to mention that. One of my friends posted something on Facebook about uh, dealing with the climate today. He, it's in Denver. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, really? I can't believe I really know someone personally who says this. You know, it's, most, it's 99 degrees here today. It was 99 yesterday. It's going to be 99 tomorrow. And then we have a cold front moving in and it'll be 97 Listen. on Saturday. And it's going to hit 102 next week. Well, Ron, you but and it's, I... It's also known as summer. That's what I was getting ready to say. It's it's summertime. And when I was, well, like, when I was young, younger... You know, my dad lived in Mesa, Arizona and a couple places in Arizona and my grandfather lived there. There was 120 degree weather in in the you know 80s and 90s. That's nothing new. But you have someone yeah. like Ilhan Omar who comes out and says, <laughs> "Oh my God." She tweets, and I'll paraphrase because I, I I just can't. I I'm. It's just a mess. We have two days in a row of record highs. The hottest days in 120,000 years. The two hottest days in 120,000 years. Are, are you freaking insane? Uh, yeah, sure. yeah. Who was who was the forecast? Uh, who was the forecaster 120,000 years ago that came out and said, "Oh, today's really hot." Joe Biden. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> probably well the, but i mean here's the deal so, though so, i so, mean so again that you, that's the bullshit you got to weed through because that's there's no truth in that whatsoever well there isn't it's just that young people in high school and college who haven't been around long enough to know they just kind of take that kind of stuff so uh, along with so along with the, yeah, so along with the uh, boomer generation, there are now two generations, uh, millennials and Gen Z, or Y, Z and Y. I mean, Z, Z, Zem, they, them, there. I, I don't know how to keep up with that shit anymore. Well, but it's gonna take. It's gonna take if we last long enough, Ron. Well, you and I will be dead. Unless something really tragic happens that we've talked about, something, you know, some severe suffering that occurs in our lifetime, it's going to take three or four generations to get over all the crap that's going on right now, if we make it that far. Yeah, I don't know that we do. I mean, no I one... know that we do either. Rome never came back either. Neither did Athens. Um, no, and, and history tells you that all superpowers fail. Yeah, uh, even Britain lasted way longer than anyone would have predicted. But, you know, just on the whole climate 
change bullshit um, in this frame of mind because I, I had intended to say something about this is that there's something very simple that anyone can do. And, and granted, this is some of my real estate background and all, but if, if you take a look at, let's say, uh, aerial photographs, now they do them as satellite imagery. You know, you can actually go on Google Maps and find out what I'm talking about for Denver or any major metro area. Take a look at the top 25 population centers in the country. New York, uh, LA, San Francisco, uh, 50 if you want to. And do a side-by-side -side comparison of what the city looked like, looks like now and what the imagery was uh, 100 years ago, 50 years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, well, let's just say 50 years, because those images exist because of aerial photography. They didn't uh, uh, quite 100 years ago. So let's just say uh, 50 years. And take a look at um, aerial photographs of uh, cities from uh, 1970. And side by side, and look at them today. And I'm not talking about just the growth, but especially cities like Phoenix, uh, Mesa, you know, is south east of uh, Phoenix, uh, same metro area now, um, Tucson, uh, Denver, Salt Lake. Yeah, if you look at any of those cities that are essentially high altitude desert, Colorado Springs and Denver, both high, uh, high altitude desert. You'll see something other than just the size of the cities that has changed. It's not just that there's, oh my goodness, look at all the shopping centers and all the houses. That's true. And those are all hard surfaces, roofs and roads and stuff and parking lots. Yeah, that's all hard surfaces and all that reflect heat. But there's also something else, which is those cities were essentially high altitude desert. There was not a whole bunch of grass. Well, what happened when those cities developed? Well, the powers that be in the cities and the counties all sat around and went and agreed, oh, how beautiful it would be to have these wonderful green suburbs and they would require developers and and now individual homes to have uh, at least a certain percentage of the uh, ground on the prop on a property be uh, bluegrass most of them specified bluegrass uh, regardless of the area, because that generically was a, a pretty good grass uh, throughout most of the country, except for the South. Um, so the thirstiest grass there is in an area that is not used to having water on it, and they've got them all irrigated. So Denver uh, 
if you take a look at a, a satellite image, for example, of county line and I-25 from 50, 60 years ago, there's nothing out there. And it's also brown, not many trees, no homes. And now you look at it and it's all either green or asphalt. Mm -hmm. And all of that green is irrigated. So what have we done? We've added a ton of humidity and heat as we've grown cities. Yeah. So, yeah, of course it's hotter than it was in those cities uh, 50 years ago, 60 years ago. Of course it is. How can you not? And of course we're running lower on water and running the water tables down because we're watering grass. Yeah. You know, how stupid are these people? So instead of looking at some big complicated solution of, oh my God, climate change, et cetera, et cetera. How about we take a look at what we've done to cause temperature changes and use of, use of our resources in some of these cities? Mm -hmm. How about we do that first? Instead of like, well, I've, I've been saying that since I was, I wrote the master plan for El Paso County, where Colorado Springs is, um, 30 years ago, over 30 years ago, making certain recommendations. People didn't even want to hear it then. Yeah. And I guarantee you, no one's sitting around talking about it now as the city grows out to the east. They, no, they want these these green suburbs and asphalt. Okay, well. Yeah, I, I mean, I grew up out there. I know. And I go back there today, and I'm like, you know, not as far as Calhan, but, you know, Falcon and, and you know, where Shriver Air Force Base is and, and <laughs> basically Ellicott yeah. and, and some of those areas. And yeah. I'm... It's I'm, unrecognizable. I'm, dis I'm disturbed yeah. by the amount of homes. And those people have no water. No. You know, they have to pipe water in. They built all those homes knowing they didn't have water. You know, we talked about that with the Banning Lewis Ranch. Yeah. And and how they strong-armed that man out of his land. And finally, you know, I think he either gave up or he died. And, you know, the kids are like, okay, we're, we're not fighting this battle anymore. And they got what they wanted. And then, you know, Academy Boulevard, from what I understand, is a, is a you know... A ghost town, and and Powers is the new Academy Boulevard, which is a, a, quite a ways away. Well, yeah, and you know, there's there's malls and strip malls and all this crap in Falcon, and I'm like, what the hell happened to the country that I, the countryside that I remember as a kid, and and even into my early twenties, and and in less than twenty five years. It's all disappeared. Yeah. And, you know, uh, the way they've destroyed the, the front range, and, and sure, I'm not saying that the climate hasn't changed. And I agree with what you're saying. But the, the solutions and the proposals that are being made by a government that can't run the post office... And, and is, is causing the chaos that we deal with on a daily basis. We're putting the faith in them to save this planet. 
they're not going to save shit. No. I mean, here, here's how crazy it is. Did you hear that uh, the Biden administration uh, is considering a fringe idea uh, releasing aerosols into the stratosphere to block sunlight to fight global warming? So what they do... Um, It's called stratospheric aerosol injection. So they release aerosols into the, the stratosphere, and it, ref, it refracts the sunlight back into space. Uh, first of all, you're not God, and you shouldn't be playing around with stuff like that because you don't know what the effect on the ecosystems and, uh, you know, you're, you're worried about extinction of animals and species and all this other stuff when you're getting ready to do something stupid like that and have no idea what kind of effect that's going to have and i heard someone say this and i never even thought about this but global warming is really not the threat to humanity as much as global cooling is more people, sure. more people die from freezing to death than they do from, from heat. Right. Exponentially more. And when you screw around with stuff like that, you know that you know, what, what's their next idea? Oh, we'll launch a nuclear weapon into the stratosphere and explode it, so we can you know, like a fire does, right? You cause this yeah. haze, and and we block the sunlight. Well, dumbass, you might start the, the second ice age, you freaking moron. <laughs> well, they, they got that covered too, though. That's why they want to bring back the woolly Napa. <laughs> I mean, it's just insanity to me that, that we put this, this level of trust into people who, who can't even speak at a podium. No. <laughs> does, I mean, does that make any they sense? They don't know what bathroom he is either. Yeah, does that make any sense? I mean, am I, am I, am I just, you know... Am I being crazy when I say these things? Because it's like, how, how are you? You're you're putting your trust into a a high school dropout from Europe that has no education in anything that has to do with climate. And I'm speaking of Greta Thunberg. She has no she has no expertise in it. She's not a scientist. She didn't even graduate high school. But yet you're going to put her on a pedestal and believe what comes out of her mouth. You have got to be the most gullible people in the freaking ever that ever existed. I, I don't get it. Then they are like, well, 97% of scientists agree that, that global warming and climate change is the, the, the existential threat to humanity. But it's the 97% that you chose. Like, it's the 97% that all agree. It's like a poll, right? Well, yeah, and, and who's to say they're really scientists? But it's always... I mean, what, what I just said about getting aerial photographs, yeah. you don't have to be a scientist. No, all you, you can do that with Google is, Earth. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, it, precisely. Um, 
that's all you have. You don't have to be anything other than that. Um, so how about, I mean, everyone is capable of that. Well, not everyone, but all 97% of people are. So how about we all just take a breath and do some of that on our own before we believe these stupid people who want to create electric cars, but don't want electric hot water heaters. <laughs> it's just, I, I, I mean, seriously. Well, so are we uh, going to have electric tanks or not? Are we going to have electric planes or not? I mean, and who's going to decide? I mean, people who are as stupid as our politicians are certainly should not be deciding. So who gets to decide what kind of a plane, train, or automobile we own? I mean, really? So, you know, it's, it's time for us to have a whole lot of skepticism. And I don't even care if it's healthy skepticism. A good old honest no way until you convince me is, a, is just as healthy as any way to be a skeptic these days. Because almost everything they're throwing out there at us is a lie. So there's no reason to believe these people. So anyway, I guess it's time to just stop. We've lost our constitutional edge. <laughs> yeah. But again, why are, why are we... Why are we so gullible? Well, I'm not. I know a lot of other people who are not, but I would say the population is, uh, the majority is gullible. You know, to think that some government, some government is going to save us from anything. Hell, they know. Going back to what we talked about earlier with uh, them lying about stuff. I mean, how long have they been covering up UFOs, for God's sakes? Yeah. Because you you know what, people? You're too stupid, and you can't handle the truth. Period. They're smarter than you. They're better than you. They know what's best for you, and you, you need to learn to live with that. That's been the case for longer than I've been alive. And if you don't understand that, then you're dismissed. But yet we're gonna we're gonna put our our faith in them to save us from the sun. Yeah, just just release some aerosol out there. It'll be fine. I mean, God, what are we thinking? And then, by the way, what about China, India? Um, you know, what about all those other countries that are that are burning fossil fuels? <laughs> yeah. Pretty much faster than they can, you know, dig them up. Yeah, they're not concerned about anything that our politicians. Oh, but America's good. America, it's America. We can save the world. Yeah. yeah. You know, if we, if we, if we set the example and go completely a hundred percent green, the rest of the world is just going to follow right along because we're America, and that's what happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're that full of it. Oh my god. I want to play this real quick and then we'll we'll go ahead and end the show. This is funny. That we were talking about. You know, government saving us. Mm. I miss COVID. <laughs> I know. 
Dude, you know what I knew? There was trouble <laughs> when anyone that came to our country didn't have to get a vaccine. And I go, mm -hmm. if you're telling me I can't go to work, but everyone, everyone coming in doesn't have to get one, I go, well, once we found out, when Fauci said, okay, I'm sorry, if you've had two boosters and two vaccines, you can get and give COVID to another guy who's had five vaccines and four boosters. Mm -hmm. What's the difference between a vaccine and a booster? I don't know, it's just more vaccine, but booster sounds better. Anyway, a guy with 25 vaccines would get and give COVID to another guy with 25 <laughs> vaccines. That's why I'm introducing the daily COVID shot. Every day you get a shot. <laughs> By the time you get to your car, you got no immunity. But it's a beautiful 39 seconds. <laughs> I miss COVID. Oh, oh you got to love those two guys. Wow. That was, that was uh, David Spade and Dana Carvey. Well, <laughs> they're not lying. I mean, no, they're they are not. Lying. That's the sad part. Yeah. That, that, yeah. <laughs> and there's a whole, uh, I mean, you know, they, they do a little bit more than that. It's just a short clip of it. But th that's who we're putting our faith in. Yeah. That's what we have to look forward to as, as America saves the world. And there's people who will still back Fauci as as being a brilliant scientist who we need to listen to. Well, I have. There's, there's, there's just no coming to Jesus with any of these people who are saying, you know, uh, he got it wrong. Uh, we got it wrong. We all overreacted. So sorry. We promise never to do it again. Not even that. Not even that. You know, the deaths that occurred, uh, a, a multitude of the deaths that occurred, we're not because, well, COVID's a serious issue for people with ex existing conditions and that are older. I think that's pretty apparent based on the decisions made by government officials such as Andrew Cuomo of New York, who, who is responsible for the deaths of hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. Period. But they're the people that we look to that, that uh, not you and I, but other people look to to save them. Yeah, how how stupid can people be? I don't get it. Um, I was going to ask you something, and I forgot what it was. Oh, what what degrees do you have? By title. What degrees do I have? Yeah, I I just told you I have ninety nine of them today. Well, what are, what are they? Like a Bachelor <laughs> of Science in uh, you know business. I have a Bachelor. I have, of science. I have a I Bachelor. I have a Bachelor of Science in business and criminal justice. It doesn't make me a scientist any more than it makes Jill Biden a doctor. It's just it's just the name of the degree. Well, exactly. I don't see. Yeah, I, it's been so long and irrelevant, <laughs> but I don't even know what I have. There's yeah. that sarcasm, right? Yeah. I mean, um, I have a Bachelor of Science in Business and Criminal Justice. Does that make me a scientist? No, it does not. And Jill Biden is not a doctor. Not a not a doctor in the true essence of the, the, the definition of a doctor. I mean, you may have a doctorate 
or a PhD. But if it's not a PhD in medicine or surgery or anything, you're not a doctor as, as in the yeah. true definition of the word doctor. When I think of a doctor, I think of my physician that I've had for 20 years. You know, well, or the eye I mean, doctor or whatever. I was thinking of pursuing a, a degree in pharmacology and, <laughs> and, you know, piled higher and deeper and, and farms go well together. And I know that I've had to, to shovel and measure a lot of shit. So I've been thinking I would get some degree in farms and pharmacology sounded good. And if you've got a pile higher and deeper degree, then you can be a doctor too. So I was considering listing that on it. Can I do that on our website and be a, a have a PhD and and Pharma, you know, with start with an F, pharmacology. Yeah. Yeah. That's friggin' hilarious. Oh, and because calf-harding causes climate change, then, you know, I can also be a climate uh, scientist, right? There's a certain, oh, there's an evil twisted logic to this. I mean, I don't think you even need, you know, nowadays you can just claim to be anything. Why not? And, and yeah. nobody can argue with you because, you know, your body, your choice, your mind, your choice. Well, did, did I, mean, I tell you about, or maybe you even saw it, did I tell you about the cannonball holes in my brick chimneys? No. But yeah, I had the stonemason who was uh, restoring uh, two of the chimneys on the house. And... Uh, he, he was wondering why I was taking pictures of them while he had these giant holes in them. And I'm like, well, I thought I'd take some pictures of them and then post them on social media and tell everyone about my cannonballs, uh, cannonball damage from uh, the Civil War. <laughs> and he's like, I thought this house was built in 1880. And I said, yeah. <laughs> It was, but people are so stupid, they'll believe anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And they did. They did. I, I said, I posted it on there, and I'm like, these are the cannonball holes in my chimneys from the Civil War. You know what? They, I, they really did believe it. I'm like, oh, that's okay. funny. Yeah. I, you know, there's when I get bored. Oh, I know. I've seen it that. doesn't take much to amuse simpletons well, i think but, people uh, live in fantasy land anyway for the most part you know they want that hollywood happy ending and and the you know the uh the glitzy glamorous yeah. life and all that other stuff well, i know, heard that's... about that robert Kraft pursuing a happy ending yeah yeah they, but i mean they have a huge, you know, that industry and, and that part of the country has a huge influence over a lot of people in this country, similar to our government. You know, they have a huge influence over people and their, their mindset. For example, uh, you know, Charlize Theron and uh, Megan Fox each have adopted three children, each. All three of them are boys. All three of them dress like girls. Do you see where the culture comes from? Do you get it? They see this 
people see these people as, as you know, um, role models and, oh, I want to be as pretty and, and be like them. So they emulate everything they do. They see what they do as being normal. I mean, what's the worst thing that you could do to a child? Convince them there's something other than who they are. Bribe them into believing there's something they're not. Pressure them into doing something they don't want to do or be who, who they... You know, they may not even... They don't understand that. They're impressionable young people. But these people have a lot of money and a lot of influence. So we wonder where that culture comes from. Just like I, I mentioned on this show, people worship the Kardashians. I don't get it. But they want to be like them. And, yeah. and, and so what do they do? You know, they do the same thing. You know, this is a... I'm going to tell you something. This whole uh, transgender thing is a fad. You know, it's kind of like the parachute pants and the, and the big hair in the 80s and all that other crap that went on. And I mean, you know, it's not as, like, severe, you know, because clothing comes and goes and, and those type of things change. We're talking about human beings here. And the fact that you're manipulating a, a small human being's small mind already into believing some fantasy things that they don't even understand it. Yeah. These are really sick people doing They this. are sick people. Really sick. But, yeah. but again, it's just a, a, an example of what we, we just got done talking about is why are we yeah. so gullible and why do we yeah. fall for all this shit? Well, well and why, don't, your, why don't we do anything about it? When you put your faith into these people, I mean, you're giving up what are you giving up, Ron? You're giving up your freedom, your right to free thinking. You know, your yep. right, your right to an opinion, your right to, uh, you know, free speech. Because you're you're emulating them. You're not your own person. You have mentioned it on this show numerous times that that, you know, my my body, my choice. It's a property right. Aren't you, aren't you taking away somebody's property rights when you're convincing them or, or bribing them into thinking that, hey, I know that you have a penis and that you want to play with trucks, but I think that you should think that you're a girl and dress like a doll because that's what's best for you. Yeah. Trust well, me. I, trust me. I'm the adult here. I know. Pedophilia. Pedophilia. Yeah, yeah, yeah Exactly. That, that's the ultimate goal. Well, uh, the, I think the sad truth is is that an awful lot of our country and uh, countries in Europe, which is where most of this stuff, frankly, begins, this illness, uh, there are a lot of sick pedophilia people, pedophiles, uh, in the ranks of the Marxists that are in Europe and in the U.S., and what they're trying to do is normalize some of their their sickness that that they either have by choice or that somehow it's sick been uh, passed into generations and into their culture and their families. But um, I don't know why we're not all enraged about it. Um, but whether we want to get enraged about every little 
uh, or big uh, social issue or not, we have some very big constitutional issues about uh, things going on in our government now that we really have to stop sitting around and putting up with. We've, we've already lost the country. We already have the Marxists in charge. So we're either going to take it back or we're not. Yeah. Sitting around and eating potato chips isn't going to do it. So no, anyway. but the government but the government has injected itself into those those cultural issues. Oh yeah. And it's that's in, not their role. No, it's intentional. Yeah, it's not their role. So they're exacerbating it. They're actually promoting it. And that's not the role of the government. You know, social well, issues social issues are for what we were just talking about, doctors and sociologists and, and people who are in those, you know, it's not for the government to decide whether transgenderism or LGBTQ or, or any of those things are right or wrong. Yeah. Thank you, teachers unions. Yeah. Um, that, that's for private citizens well, to, to, to determine and doctors to determine and, you know, Experts, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. This expert, but you got to be skeptical ready, and cynical. this expert is ready to unplug. Yeah, you have to be cynical of those experts too, because they're just as freaking nuts. All right, that's gonna do it. Today is what the twenty seventh. Yeah, yeah, Thursday the twenty seventh. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought that was a pretty good episode, and uh, wish everybody a, a good weekend. And we will see you Tuesday of next week. Yep. Uh, thanks, Ron. And we'll talk to you Tuesday. Adios. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs>